Although it might seem like one of the most simple exercises there is, you're just lifting the bar off the ground and you're putting it back down again, the deadlift is actually one of the most technically challenging there is. It's also a movement that, if done wrong, can be quite harmful too. It's a movement where quite often you're going to be lifting the absolute most amount of weight you can lift, and obviously with more weight becomes a greater risk. And unfortunately, to this day, it's still done incorrectly, quite regularly as well. So I want to dive into the five most common mistakes and how you can fix them as well. So the first on my list is looking up throughout the movement. And you'll see this a lot. People will start in a beautiful position, They'll get their lower back tucked in. They'll make sure that everything is nice and straight. And then they just put their head up into the sky. And the reason why this is problematic is if we're thinking of what we're trying to achieve, right? When we're doing a deadlift, quite often the teaching cue is to keep a neutral spine or in kind of normal people language, it'll be like, keep your back straight. But technically we know that it's actually impossible to keep our spine straight. So, you know, we want to keep the natural curvatures and we make so much effort to do this. We keep our lower back nice and tight. We keep our chest nice and sore. But if we forget that our spine actually starts to the base of our neck, then anytime we're looking up, we're actually breaking that spine neutrality. And I'm not sure what the long-term implications are of that, but I know that if you are doing a movement that requires you to lift a significant amount of load, you'll want to put yourself in the most favorable position as possible, and that's going to be the position that your body is built to be in. So keep your chin tucked at all times. And the best way to think about this is wherever you are in position to the floor. So if you're at the bottom position, you're probably looking right ahead of you, which is towards the ground. As you stand up, you're obviously looking directly in front of you. And I was given a really basic and good to remember teaching cue when I was in personal trainer school years and years ago. And it's to simply imagine you've got a tennis ball under your chin and you're trying to keep it there. That will keep you in a good position. The best way to review this is by looking back at videos. And if you see your head shoot up, just remind yourself, chin tucked. That is the thing you want to tell yourself before you get going. Number two is pulling the weight too much with your back rather than your legs. Your legs are highly responsible for the majority of the strength that's going to be generated during this movement. And what you want to do is you want to brace yourself, drive your heels into the ground, make sure the hamstrings are full of tension and the back gradually moves up and steadily does as the rest of the movement progresses. But what we see is people's legs stay fixed in position and then their back pretty much drags all the way up to the top. And the thing is, is not only is that kind of unsafe and putting weight too much load on the back is that your deadlift's probably going to be weaker. Your lower body, like your entire lower body, is going to be significantly stronger than dragging the bar up with your back. So you're actually missing out on a lot of potential strength that you could be having as well. So I think a lot of the key to fixing this comes in your setup position and also making sure that you maintain the brace position throughout. So let me just run through how you want to brace yourself during a deadlift because it's going to be really valuable to listen to. So let's say that we're in that bottom position. We've got very good posture. Our chin is staying tucked because we're remembering that teaching cue, the few things that we need to do before we initiate the movement is first pull on the bar a little bit. So I'm going to try and explain this so it's in simple terms so it's easy to understand because it's quite hard to know what I'm talking about unless I really show you. So next time you're in the gym and you're doing a deadlift, before you lift up the bar, pull on it a little bit. And what you'll see is there's a little bit of tension, a little bit of slack is what we call it in the bar. And if you don't pull on that bar a little bit first and take the tension and the slack out of it, that slack will make you pay. <laughs> it really will. Once you come off the ground, it will kick in and it will kick in with all that weight. However, if you just go through the effort of just pulling on the bar before you actually start lifting, before you initiate that movement, it will make a huge, huge difference. So pull that slack out of the bar, drive your armpits in together. Imagine someone's trying to tickle you and you don't want them to tickle you and you squeeze them down together. You keep your elbows nice and tucked, 
Keep your chest nice and tall, brace your midsection, and that's gonna be a really, really solid upper body position. So now your legs are in that brace position, your back is in that position. If your back is not in that strong position, it's gonna be left behind, and then you're gonna have no choice but to drag up. And then you wanna think about, okay, now I need to drive my heels into the ground, and I really wanna push through the floor as I initiate that movement. The slack is out, my upper body is pressed in place, and then I initiate the movement with my lower half. So hopefully that helps, and if you're looking back on videos and you can see that your back is doing the majority of the work, go through those steps once again. Number three is that you're starting too far away from the bar. So what you'll find when you see elite powerlifters lift is they'll either be wearing long socks or they'll have bloody shins. And that's how close they keep the bar to their body. And it is to that extreme, not to the point you get bloody shins, but you really want to keep it close. And the reason being, and this does sound a little bit hippie when I say it, is that you want to be one with the bar. You don't want that weight to be far away from your body. The further the weight is away from your body, the harder it is to lift. The less stability you have because of obviously you're trying to control weight that's far away from your body and the less strong you're going to be as well. And the more strong you're going to be, the closer it is. So if you can just start by literally having your shins touch on the bar and when you go to pull that slack out, when you get to that intact posture and the one of the last things you need to check is, is the bar still touching my shins? And you, as the movement goes on, you want to keep that bar as close to you as possible. The closer it is to your body, the stronger you'll be. The further away from your body it is, the harder it will be. Just take an example. This is a very, very simple example. Try and put a large dumbbell in a goblet squat position, let's say a 20 kilo, put it nice and close to your body and now extend your arms and look at how significantly harder that movement just got. And that's just a very basic example that hopefully illustrates that. So keep the bar nice and close to your shins. Number four, your hips are shooting up at the start of the lift. So this will actually create you pulling the weight with your back versus your legs. So a lot of people that get into this magnificent position, you know, being set in a fantastic way and then what will happen is as they initiate the movement, their hips will start to extend and then they will start to pull up the bar and it will almost look like a bit of a stiff leg deadlift. And at that point, they've literally got no choice but to pull the weight with their back if they want to get it to the top position. And the way to solve this is just to make sure that you nail that lower body position and you get used to using your lower body as we mentioned earlier. So what the lower body should look like, and this is actually a good distinction to make as well. The deadlift is not a squat. The more you bend your knees, the more you'll be using your quads. Your quads are used during this movement, of course they are, but they're not the primary thing that we want to work. We want to be working the posterior chain, which includes your hamstrings, your glutes, your back, everything on the posterior side of your body. So with that being said, we need to not have so much bend in our knee. We still want a little bit of bend in our knee, and obviously our individual mobility and flexibility will dictate this as well, but not a huge amount. And what we want to do is when we get in position, we want a decent amount of tension on our hamstrings because of our hips are up, but not super crazy up because if we start with them really high, they're going to stay in that position, but enough to create some tensions in our in our lower body. And realistically, once you're in that position, your lower body should not go any higher. So you really want to think about tightening up. And then as you are initiating the movement, you want to be thinking about bringing your hips through as opposed to allowing them to come up. And the way that we do this is by keeping our knees locked in position. And this is the same with a Romanian deadlift as well. Once you've established that knee bend, it shouldn't bend anymore. It literally should be the amount that you start with, there should be no more. And if it does move, it's an indication that your quads want to take over because potentially you've got either too much weight on the bar and or your hamstrings are too weak, which is probably a combination of both of those. So it might be worth regressing a little bit in the weight, practicing your technique, and then bringing things back up when you lock in and dial in that technique. So number five is overextending at the top of the movement. So, and actually underextending if I'm completely honest as well. So when you get to the top of the movement, what you want to think about is your chest wants to be nice and tall, 
your shoulders want to be back, your glutes want to be squeezed, and your rib cage wants to be down and midsection is going to be braced. And that should just look like a nice straight line, nice upright posture throughout the course of your body. But what you see a lot of people do is they'll push their hips through and then they'll start to create tension in their lower back. And they'll come to me wondering why they've got lower back pain whilst they're doing deadlifts. So what we want to do is we make sure that we come to an absolute locked in straight position. And the way to make sure that you don't overextend is kind of drive your hips into the bar, but allow that bar to kind of be the limit in which you go. And if you find that you have a tendency to overextend, try and pull that bar in towards you and keep your shoulders and chest nice and tall and squeeze those glutes as hard as possible. And if you do a combination of all those things, it's unlikely that you're going to overextend. The thing to look out for when you're filming is where your hips are finishing. If they're finishing kind of in a bit of a forward motion, that's an indication that you're probably going too far. If the hips haven't followed through, on the other hand, you could be missing out on a good amount of glute work that you could be doing and not finishing in the complete upright position, which I think would be most favorable for the majority of people. So those are the five common mistakes that I see and hopefully how you can start fixing them. Another couple of ones I would say that can add to this equation is obviously just loading up too much. I think I already mentioned that. It's not a movement that you want to rush in terms of weight. Once you nail that technique, your ability to lift more will fly up and you will enjoy it more as well. Another I see is feet position. So you actually want to be in a hip width position when you're doing this movement. If you start at shoulder width, it's going to put your arms in a weird position and it's just going to be overall, like again, more of a inclination towards a squat than a natural deadlift. And speaking of hand position as well, it kills me when I see people do sumo deadlifts and they're basically their hands are touching together and they're right in the center of the bar. That is not a comfortable position for your posture, right? Your your arms are not built to be in like this unless you're a T-Rex or something along those lines. So when you're doing a sumo deadlift, you wanna get your legs nice and far apart. And then you kind of just wanna put your arms straight down in front of each other. And maybe you wanna bring them a little bit closer, but honestly, straight down in front of you should be more than enough. It'll be aligning with the natural position of your shoulders. I could probably go through a few more, but I don't wanna overwhelm you too much information. So hopefully that helps. Hopefully you can implement those and hopefully you can improve your deadlifts. And as mentioned throughout the course of this video, the best way to do this is to set your phone up on selfie mode, hit record, make sure you get a side angle and watch yourself do the movement. Look out for any of these things that I mentioned and then start addressing them with the tips I gave you just after. So I hope that helped team. Take care and look forward to speaking with you tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.